we're going to wing through Murtaugh's Sore Mouth and Tongue chapter. Starting with key facts. Dental trauma or neglect is an important cause of many oral mucosal disorders, such as ulceration, bleeding gums and hyperplasia. If you have a non-healing oral ulcers, you want to biopsy that to exclude SCC. If oral mucosal cancer is suspected, palpate the lesions to check for induration or a firm discrete edge and check the regional nodes. Any oral ulcer or soft tissue lesion that persists three weeks after the apparent cause has been removed should be biopsied. Consider EBV if you have unusual forcicle ulceration and particular hemorrhages of the soft palate. Aphthous ulcers are usually 3 to 5 millimeters in diameter. Minor ones only have an erythematous margin. Intraoral bony exostoses, other than palatal and mandibular tori, are often variations from normal or less commonly part of the syndrome. No treatment is usually required. Red flags for oral conditions include dehydration in children with herpetic gingivostomatitis, particularly on the soft palate with gingivostomatitis or pharyngeal tonsillitis, oral ulcers plus skin disorders, oral ulcers or soft tissue lesions persisting for more than three weeks, oral ulcers and bowel dysfunction, oral candidiasis, which may indicate diabetes or other immunosuppression, and glossodynia might indicate a psych disorder. So in terms of oral ulcers, the ulceration is a breach in the epithelial compartment with inflammatory cell infiltrate in the submucosa. The most common form of oral ulcers is aphthous ulceration. If you do see aphthous ulcers or oral ulcers, you want to always inquire about a history of skin problems, medications, bowel functions, and psychological stress. Um, the causes are listed below. Depending on the clinical picture, you might want to think about full blood count, swabs, autoantibody screens, I'm guessing ANA, um, ESRCP, um, rheumatoid factor, anti-CCP, uh, ENA, syphilis serology, blood sugar, B12 and folate levels, and biopsying it. The probability diagnosis of a mouth ulcer is recurrent aphthous ulceration, trauma, acute herpes gingivus stomatitis, or candidiasis. The serious disorders not to be missed would include leukemia, agranulocytosis, HIV, syphilis, or TB. Pitfalls that are often missed include aspirin burn, inflammatory bowel disease, herpes zoster, glandular fever, so EBV, lichen planus, Coxsackie virus, immunosuppression therapy, and lupus. So aphthous ulcers are round and oval ulcers, 3 to 5 millimeters in diameter, with an erythematous margin and a sloughing base. They can occur in all ages, and they occur on unkeratinized mucosa, such as buccal and labial mucosa, and the floor of the mouth. Frequency ranges from 5 to 25%.
The cause is unknown, though human herpes 6 has been implicated, has had nutritional and autoimmune factors. Recurrent aphthous ulcers have a genetic predisposition. Precipitating factors include trauma, drug reaction, stress, allergy, and systemic factors such as iron, folate, B12 deficiency, and hormones. So you want to exclude blood dyscrasias, Crohn's disease, Bechet's syndrome, celiac disease, drug therapy such as phenytoins, cytotoxics, corticosteroids, or anything that might immunosuppress. General rules for aphthous ulcers. Minor ulcers less than 5 millimeters in diameter last 5 to 10 days and heals without scarring. Major ulcer is more than 8 millimeters and can persist for up to 6 weeks. Major ulcers usually occur in the lips, soft palate and forces and sometimes on the tongue. Minor ulcers are usually found in the buccal and labial mucosa and the floor of the mouth. If you have a non-healing ulcer, you want to consider SCC. Recurrent ulcers, consider Bechet syndrome, check serum iron and folate. Treatment for aphthous ulcers are basically symptomatic relief, topical lignocaine uh, or emla cream. To aid healing, you can use triamcinolone 0.1%, which is Kenalog in aura base, three times a day and after meals. Topical steroids such as betamethasone, hydrocort lozenges, 10% chloramphenicol, beclomethasone um, inhaled spray onto the ulcer. If you have a major ulcer, you might want to consider injection of steroids in the base and or oral pred 25 megs daily, 5 to 7 days. Complementary measures include the tea bag method, applying tea tree oil or acupuncture. Traumatic ulcers are caused by biting. Management of traumatic ulcers includes removing the cause, using warm water salt mouthwashes. You can use sepicane swelled in the mouth or diflam swelled in the mouth. These ulcers can take up to 10 days to resolve. In terms of herpes, you just need to be aware of herpes simplex lesions. Primary herpetic gingivose dermatitis is usually obvious, but herpes has an extraordinary ability to present in different ways. If you apply a topical corticosteroid in herpes, you can aggravate and spread the lesion. Treatment of oral herpes is acyclovir or similar antiviral if seen early. Fluids triple plus, analgesic mouth rinses. And you might, if they aren't hydrating, IV acyclovir. Red patches. Reduction in the surface epithelial layer causes red patches. Causes include trauma, infections such as candida, geographic tongue, hematologic disorders, the dermatoses, and neoplasia. Neoplasia that can look red includes SCC, Kaposi sarcoma, and erythroplakia. White patches in the mouth can occur anywhere. They include inflammation due to trauma or infection, especially candida, dermatoses, and neoplasia.
Leukoplakia is any white lesion that cannot be removed by rubbing the mucosal surface, whereas oral candida can be removed. About 5% of cases represent either dysplasia or early SCC. Any persistent white patch should be biopsied. Oral candida. It's usually tender and looks white or yellowy with curd-like patches. You can usually rub them off. And hence, you usually see only the underlying red patch. You may have a bad metallic taste or halitosis and dysphagia. The predispo you need to consider predisposing factors for candida, which include immunodeficiency, HIV, cytotoxics, broad-spectrum antibiotics and corticosteroids, anemia from iron, folate, vitamin B6 and B12, diabetes and HIV. The carriage rate of candida is 60 to 75%. Diagnosis made clinically, but a wet prep including potassium hydroxide will reveal spores and perhaps mycelia. Treatment of oral candidiasis is nystatin suspension, rinse and swallow, QID, myconazole oral gel or amphotericin 10 megs or nystatin 100,000 units lozenges, QID for 14 days. If the patient is unresponsive to topical therapy, and immunocompromised, you can use fluconazole 50 megs daily. And if they've got dentures, you need to decontaminate the dentures with Corhex or Milton's solution.